Hi, you guys. It's Havila Kennington, and this is the Home with Havila podcast. Well, let's not wait any longer. Let's jump into today's podcast. Today, we're talking about things I would have told my younger self. Last week, we looked at one of the key secrets to my success and to all of our success in life. And that is to learn to be a servant, learn to serve those that cannot help themselves. The second thing I would have told myself, maybe feels a little counterintuitive, but it is really something that I realized was so important. And that was, I learned to invest in myself, invest in myself take myself seriously. Now, I would have thought that happened with maybe a missions trip or a core group, but I was thinking back about when this really changed my whole life. And it really went back to the time when I was diagnosed with postpartum depression. And I realized that sitting in the counselor's office every week for a year and a half, was life-changing, life-altering. Sure, crisis got me there, but if crisis had kept me there, I would have only been there for about six months. But I decided to spend the second part of counseling a full year sitting and learning and growing for the sake of me, not for the sake of leading others or writing a book about it, although I did later, or even trying to fix my marriage or fix my kids or fix something else in life. This was purely about me becoming more, learning how to navigate my inner world so that I could be here for a long time. I would not die out, overwhelmed, like overwhelmed, you know, burned out. I'm done. Leave the ministry, leave my marriage, leave my kids. No, this was about learning to invest in myself. And I can look back and see that that was radical for me. It was completely altering. Like I was going one direction and it's as if the car took a hard left and I was going in a completely opposite direction. And I would never have known that I was going in the wrong direction if I hadn't had car problems. So what would I tell my younger self? I would say, don't put off wholeness. Don't put off wholeness. Don't put off areas in your life where you think, I'll figure out my childhood later, or I'll figure out my insecurities later, or I'll figure out this issue later. I would say the number one thing I did, and I can link it back to not just a step forward, but a quantum leap. It was shape, it was, it was shape shifting. I was a different person a year later. And for some of you listening to this, you only get wholeness when you're in crisis. You know, you need counseling, you need marriage counseling, you need financial counseling. You're only at a place where it's only like, I'm going to learn this so I can give it away. So I can learn to read this book so I can lead a core group. And I love that. And I'm all for that. But there's something that is so precious and sacred about taking a minute to adjust your inner world for longevity. 
I heard this quote recently. I thought it was interesting and I don't know who said it. So forgive me if I don't give them credit, but they said my generation, which is Gen X and above, we had the fix it theme to our generation. If something is wrong, we fix it. And the generation below us, millennials and below, they have the treat it solution, which is we say fix it, they say treat it, but that's still not everything, right? Like we can get caught in either of those cycles. But what I I thought about my generation and above that maybe millennials that are listening to this don't quite understand is that in our generation, we only fixed broken things. And so we didn't have things that we treated. We didn't go into care. We didn't have a a schedule or maybe a habit that allowed us to protect ourselves from. We just worked, 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 hustled, got through the recession, built our families, and have just fixed what was broken. And if it didn't squeak too loud, we just kept going. And I want you to understand that you don't have to grin and bear it. You're in a generation now where you have access to incredible resources, worldwide resources that generations before us never had. Sure, there's a a critical part to having our social medias and media and, and the news loop and the ticker that goes by of all the things that are happening in our generational world. And I get it. That's not good for the psyche. And we're not meant to carry all these things. And I get all of that. But on the opposite side of that negativity, I love the fact that we have access. I can sit in my living room with my pajama bottoms on and learn theology. I can have a counselor sit across from me. I can grow in some area of my life without having to alter my location or my job or anything around me. So I think all of us need a time in our lives and it can start with a crisis, guys. I'm not saying it's not, but if I was to tell myself as a younger person, what I would have told myself is go get a neutral third party, go get someone who is in it, who can talk to you, but is not in charge of your job, your paycheck, your future. If your boss is your pastor, your boss, and your spiritual leader, and you're only getting counsel from them, it's going to be very hard to know if that's a pure counsel or if you are altering it to keep your job or to keep your narrative. So I suggest you find someone, and let me say this, I'm, I believe we need a Christian counselor when it comes to the internal man, the mind, the will, the emotions. We want people that believe that God is real. We want people that believe that God can do what he said he would do. We believe that God, that they believe in miracles. They believe in supernatural breakthrough. We want those kind of people. So it may be a sozo, which... For some of you may not know what that is, but at our church, we have a center called the Transformation Center, and you can meet with a Christian counselor or a Christian prayer counselor where they'll take you and they will take you through a prayer session and you'll be able to encounter Jesus in different areas of your life. Or you may need therapy, Christian therapy, and that's available too. It's called the Transformation Center. 
I, I don't get any perks for talking about it other than I think it's a fantastic resource and it's available even if you live somewhere else. It's available, it's called the Bethel Transformation Center. So you need someone in your life that isn't gonna hold you accountable for what you say, what you do, who you are. Someone who just sees you as a human being and can hear you as a human being and someone that you can be as honest as you possibly can without fear, shame, or anxiety. And that right there was incredible for me. When I was known at such a deep level of my internal world, everything changed for me. It was almost as if certain things seemed, you know, uh, like I can't say that or I can't go there or I'm not allowed to think that. And then all of a sudden I was able to say it or talk about it. And once I talked about it, it was as if that thing lost its power. Like it no longer held me. When we keep things in silence, we don't, we're not really good at counseling. And I remember once hearing this study that said, it's very dangerous to counsel yourself because most often your assumption of where something is coming from is wrong. I hope you caught that. Just listen to that for a minute. It is dangerous to self-diagnose. Oh, I said that because of that, or I thought that because of that. That's the reason. They said we are most often wrong about self-diagnosis. So we need people in our lives that can help diagnose a struggle, a mindset, something in our life that can help us know where that came from, or at least help us get out of that. And so we don't get stuck in cycles and pits of pain where we can't get free. So this, again, the second thing I would have told myself is you are allowed to invest in yourself. It is not selfish. It is not uh, insecurity. It is not self-seeking. Learning to invest in yourself will be the secret to your success because you'll have someone in your corner that's fighting for you for the sole purpose of fighting for you. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Again, don't forget we're in a whole series this month of what I would tell my younger self. Last week we had a conversation about investing in others. This week was about investing in yourself. And next week we got a whole new topic on what I would have told my younger self. Hey, if you like this podcast, will you do me a favor? Will you tell your friends about it? Listen, people can't find us unless you share it. We don't pay for marketing and we don't post it in places where people... Uh, see it. So if you love this podcast and you want us to keep putting these out for you and you think it's like hitting, scratching the itch that you have in your spiritual life, will you help me? I need you. I need you as my community to let others know about it. Leave me five stars, leave a review. That's really the best way to do that because anybody who goes on iTunes can see this podcast by going and it's not hard. I know sometimes we go to leave a review and it's like 10 steps later and now I'm entering in my email address and now I've got to have a password that I got to remember. It's not like that. Okay. It's super simple. Click the five stars, leave a quick review, and we can even search reviews via episode. So if there's something that you enjoyed, leave it and we'll go back through and look at that and make sure that we create more content like that that serves you. Okay, guys. Have a great week. We're, we are, listen, I'm, I'm pushing just like you're pushing. We're doing it. We're getting it done. And um, I'm so, I'm so honored to do this with you guys. All right. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.